When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. It's time to go around the league. All right. This is uh, good news for the league for the players for for teams wanting to spend money on these free agents salary cap going up a rise of 30.6 million dollars will take the cap to a record 255.4 million it's the largest jump the salary cap has taken from one year to the next since it was introduced way back in 1994 nfl business is good business to be in you're not kidding holy moly over what over 200 million people watch the super bowl I mean, you can't. People can't get enough of the NFL right now. Yeah, when when you look at like the top rated shows for the year, they're almost exclusively NFL property. It's the NFL. I know. It's, yeah, look at how it's much. Look king. at how much these people are looking. Look at how much these companies are looking to pay for one playoff, one exclusive playoff game. So Peacock loses it, and what Amazon gets it now, right? If they, yeah, I think Amazon because of the Thursday night football package has priority. If right, they want I, it. I think they're like at a, a hundred and forty million or something for the yeah, one well, game. That, a, a Peacock played one hundred and ten million. Right, somewhere I mean, it's, around it's there. It's wild how much money's involved. I'll tell you what, it's good for me though as a Jets fan because we have some stuff we need to do, and the more money, the better. Uh I, yeah, but is it really an advantage if every team gets more money though? Not necessarily, but I think I mean if if you I mean. It, I think it depends on how the players around the league feel about your team and how close you are to where they're trying to get to. Um, Dolphins cleared some cap space by cutting Xavier Howard and Emmanuel Ogba. Howard represented a $25.9 million cap hit in 2024. Yeah, it's unfortunate you to really get a chance to see how excited everyone was about him and Jalen Ramsey at the same time on the field together. You didn't really get to see that as... As much as as you had hoped with the injuries and stuff, but he's a good player. It's a really good player. Uh, really good player, and interesting to see where he's going to wind up. Uh, Steelers released their starting center Mason Cole. That saved them nearly five million dollars. As good as listen, as good as the NFL is, like I, being a player in the NFL with the contract and how the, the contracts and how they're structured and everything else, and, and the whole like how how things are set. Well, it's dead money, guys. So look look at all the dead money we got. We can't how we we can't spend it. It's dead. We it's we already spent it. We can't spend it. Anymore. Yeah. So now no no one will get to see that. Now, no one gets it. Yeah. Uh, it's it really is unbelievable. It's it's such a genius maneuver. It is, uh, guys. It's dead. We already spent it, so That's we can't, right. it can't spend anymore. So the two hundred fifty five point four. Yeah, but but some of it's dead. <laughs> it's already on the cap. What are we gonna do? Um, the Saints and Derek Carr reworked his deal. That will save them. $23 million. Yep. They were a tremendous disappointment this yes. year. Yes. Yeah, I expected them to win. I expected them to win the division. What happened to Derek Carr? He was good. He was good. I don't know. That's a, that's a really good question. They had good offensive players, too. I mean, they have good offensive players on that team. Right? I mean, he's got he's got the he's got the weapons. I don't know. I mean, they have multiple really good receivers. They have a really good running back. It's just they play in a controlled environment. For more than half their games, it's yep. just—it's odd that he took such a step back this season. It is. Maybe it's just that year one. May, It'll maybe. be better in year two. Uh, may, hopefully not, but maybe. AJ Brown told WIP in Philadelphia that he wants to stay in Philly. I have no problem. I want to be here. As simple as that. I love where I'm at. As simple as that. Next question. Did you hear this? He called into the sports talk show. I like that. I like that. Listen, you got to call in. Why not? I called into uh, I called into Bubba the Love Sponge one time. What's that? Uh, it was a show down in Florida. He ended up uh, he ended up going with uh, I think he was on Howard's channel for a while. Okay, and, and I he, called, they he were was talking a, hockey. A love a love sponge. Uh, that was his name, Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah, I think we all, I think you know what a love sponge is. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. So I called and, in. They were talking hockey, and I called in. Really? Yeah. Were you upset at the way they were talking hockey? 
Uh, they had said something, and I was like, I was listening, and I was like, ah, you know what? I'm going to call in, clarify something. Did they welcome your call? They did, yeah. Really? And did they they show respect towards you? Yeah, I think there was some question as to like if it was really me calling at first. I was like, no, it's it's really me. They're like, okay, yeah, we'll put you on. But they knew who you were. They weren't like yeah. some 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 guy claims he played in the NHL. They were like Rick DiPietro, number one pick in the NHL. Yes, they did. Oh, know. that's nice. Yeah, that um, helped. AJ Brown also asked about uh, his relationship with Jalen Hurts and if there's any issues going on there. You know, I think that's total BS. You know, I'm not gonna get into me and his relationship uh, on the air, but it's total BS. It wasn't it wasn't a problem when I was on my sixth game sixth game streak. They wasn't talking about that then, so they they only started talking about that when we started losing. So of course, yeah, you see friction, you see friction from everybody, from from the coaches, the players, from everybody. So yeah, so there you go. But but of course, I mean you're not going to discuss a, a fractured relationship when you're ten and one. You're going to discuss it when things aren't going well. That no, makes and sense. listen, yeah, but you know too. Like I mean, good teams when you're losing, there should be friction. But I mean, it, it, it feels like the Eagles got bigger problems. I mean, there's there's been enough coming out of that locker room to start ten and one and end the end the way that they did. I mean, I heard RJ's RJ. Was your roast about Nick Sirianni? Yeah, he he crushed Nick Sirianni. Crushed Nick Sirianni. Like uh, that's a problem too. Like your head coach can't be controlled. He needs the the head of security to control him. From getting into arguments and having outbursts, Come or, on. or how about the fact that it's like everything completely fell apart when when Big Dom was right. suspended from the team? Well, that's what I mean. Like he needs a, he needs Big Dom to make sure he doesn't act out. And then on top of that, all the stuff coming out about Jalen Hurts and how the guys in the locker room feel about him. You think it could be falling apart for the Eagles? <sighs> um, I, if I there's this much hemming and hawing from you, do you think there's a chance? Well, dude, if if what this if what's being said about Jalen Hurts inside that locker room is true, yeah, I mean that's a problem. And on top of that, it doesn't sound like Nick Sirianni. I mean, if do it, I'm telling you right now, if the head coach of your football team needs Big Dom as his as his you know his compass to, to know how to act, I mean, what are we talking about? Oh God, please let them fall apart. Well, you got, uh, did anyone so much think better? Seriously, raise your hand if you thought that losing the uh, co- losing coordinators is a big deal, but that losing losing both coordinators would be have this much of an impact. No, I don't. I don't think anybody thought that. Maybe it was the coordinators that were were keeping the ship running. Yeah, I get. I mean, I, I, you get that feeling now, don't you? Uh, you're listening to DPH on Rothenberg, ninety-eight-seven ESPN WEPN FM. Where? New York. Nice. That's where. All right, we uh, we continue along here with the round the leagues. Uh, here we go. Uh, the longer Justin Jefferson goes without an extension from Minnesota, the more rumors continue to swirl that he could be traded this offseason. Jefferson wants to be the highest paid receiver ever. What's he worth in a trade? Oh. Ah. He, he's well, gonna have unbelievable. To, he's right. He's, he's, I mean, he's right there as the best receiver in football. Um, and he wants to... They got to pay him, right? A lot. Like this a is not lot. like he wants to. He wants to be the highest paid receiver. Like he wants to. He wants to set the. Well, how old is he? Twenty five, twenty six. Look what he. His production, even without Kirk, him and Kirk Cousins, was having a great start to the season. But even without Kirk Cousins, like his production, like it's he's phenomenal. It doesn't really matter for him, um, and he's a proven commodity. So uh, he's twenty four years old. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It. I, if I was the Giants, what are we talking about? I mean, that there's, was no way you, there's no way you'd have to give a one for him, I can't imagine. Uh, yeah. Not the six pick for him. No, not the six pick. You, you, know, you know what makes unbelievable sense? Tell me. Kansas City. <laughs> I redo whatever I have to redo with, uh, with Mahomes. Kelsey doesn't, even if Kelsey comes back, he's not going to be back for years. Right, he's gonna may, maybe a year, maybe. He's in Australia right now. I think he's back. Oh, he's back. I think I think he did make his way back to the states with T Swift. Uh, if you're Minnesota and you have a star like that, and you trade him at 24 years old. Something's wrong. Uh, yeah. Well, they got a lot of questions too. What are they doing with the quarterback? I mean, it sounds like they were. I mean, it sounds like the report wasn't the report before or coming out of the draft was they were willing to give up whatever they were trying to do whatever it took to get up to get Anthony Richardson. Was that the report uh, I, from Minnesota? I don't. I don't remember that. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't remember that. I, I think that was the report. But they have. They. I mean, are they bringing Kirk Cousins back? I don't know. Like they don't. I mean, they don't have a guy. But if you, if you move up and you draft the quarterback, don't you even more so need to keep Justin Jefferson? Yes. Yeah, I don't know if they can do that though. I don't know if they can be able to do that. 
Uh, Russell Wilson says he wants to stay in Denver and wants to get back to winning. This is on the I Am Athlete podcast. I got more fire than ever, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've gone through. Whether it's in Denver or somewhere else, I, I hope it's in Denver. You know, I hope I get to finish there. I, I committed there. I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be there. For me, it's about winning. Over the next five years, I want to win too. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. You know, I, I love the city and everything else. But, you know, you also want to be a place that, that wants you, too. So the thing that I, I, I want to do is, is, is win, man. That's all, that's all I care about. I got very bad news for him. There is zero chance he's winning two Super Bowls in the next five years. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. And I, I, I don't see. I mean, you might want to go back to Denver. I don't think Sean Payton wants you back in Denver. No, probably not. I mean, on top of that, they're paying him 39 million bucks regardless. He's on the I mean, he's on the roster at a certain day. I think that another 37 kicks in. I think he's. I think he's probably recognizing that. Where's he going to? I mean, if it's not Denver, where is he going to be the starting quarterback? Starting quarterback? Uh, could he be the starting quarterback in Atlanta? Yeah. I, well, I mean, that would be a place. Um, not a ton of teams. Depending on what happens. With, I mean, it really depends on what happens with Justin Fields. Because you've heard Justin Fields to Pittsburgh. You've heard Justin Fields to Atlanta. Right. But you start looking around the around the league. Like, where's? I mean, if the Raiders don't get their quarterback, could they bring in Russell Wilson for a stopgap? I guess. I, I just don't think he's that good anymore. <laughs> he had a pretty good season, but I mean, I think it would be one of those things too, where if I mean, if Sean Payton doesn't want you, then why? Why would why would we want you? Uh, NFL Combine starts this week. Caleb Williams will wait until his pro day to throw and work out for scouts. He'll be in Indy. But not to throw. Jane Daniels also will not throw in Indy and will wait until his pro day at LSU. Uh, explain to me the rationale behind that. They want to do it in their own controlled environment. Is that what it is? Yeah, with with receivers that they know. Okay, and it's all pre-scripted and to highlight all the things they they are they go through with their quarterback coach and they go you know they have a script that they go guys they know timing's right. It's just that they don't feel like there's any benefit to it. Like, why, why risk going out there and not throwing the ball well when I know, when I'm more comfortable knowing on pro day I can throw it and no one's really going to hold it against me? Right. Uh, reports suggest that Sean McVay, Mike McCarthy, Robert Sala, and presumably Kyle Shanahan are skipping the combine to work back at their facilities. Why would they do that? Why? Why? Why not take advantage of the fact you'd be down there, see the guys in person, meet yeah. with them? I don't understand. Wouldn't you want to get to know them and talk to them? I would. Yeah, I would. Uh, that doesn't. I mean, and what are you doing at, at your own facility? That's a great question. Looking at tape of the guys that are at the combine. I guess. Yeah, you can get more work done at the facility. I, I guess. I, I was going to say. I think that they probably think they can get more work done that way. And also, but like, why you, not? You, okay, you, let me ask you a question. You, you talk about getting to know guys, but how much can you get to know a guy in five ten minutes? A lot. Like, well, I mean, this thing you can more, see more how than guys you can interact. at the facility, right? How guys interact with each other. I mean, that's all important stuff. I mean, you're gonna, I, I you're, you're gonna. It's not like you're not gonna have staff guys there. Yeah, but let me ask you a question, Raymond. Hmm? Is that correct me if I'm wrong? But I mean, Robert Sala, these coaches, they make pretty good money, right? Oh, sure. Right, and being an NFL football coach is their is their only job, correct? Mm-hmm. So they get paid. So that doesn't mean like once the season ends, they just they they can go on vacation. Like they have to. Their full time job is a football coach. So why not just do all, why not just do extra work leading up to the combine so you can go down for a couple days? That's a question for Sala and McCarthy and all them and all them boys. I mean, R- Robert Sala is, I think everyone would agree, on his last legs as Jets coach if things don't go well. Wouldn't you yes. want to, to be on top of every single thing going maybe, on? Maybe that's why he's he's doing this though. Maybe he wants to get again. I can't I can't speak for them, but I'm just telling you that 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 could be their rationale. They're trying to get mu- as much work done at the facility as possible. And then and, and at the end of the day, the coaches are not the guys drafting these guys. You like you you have to have a faith yeah, in your they, scouts they have, and, they and your input. front office people in in knowing the type of players that are going to be brought in. If your coach is having all the say in the players that he's drafting in, unless he's unless he's Bill Belichick in his prime, you probably you, you got to be careful there. Are they going to take him? How, to how many co- how many coaches have that much say? Not a lot, but in fairness, too, they'll bring him into the facility. They'll get a chance to meet him there too. Exactly. I just don't, exactly. I just don't like the whole. We get more work done. We'll get the work done before you go down there. Then I don't know. It seems weird to me. I, if if I was a GM of a team, I want my head coach at the combine. Oh, you can't watch tape in your hotel room at the combine. Like I don't. I don't understand why. 
Uh, I mean, you can't, like wa- you can't watch tape excuse. on your iPad as you're sitting there at the combine. That seems like a silly. But excuse you to me. you have the 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 one on one interviews at the team facility. You have all the pro days. You you can get you you can get to one on one at time with any player that you want. On, on yeah, your but own. don't make the my, my point is don't make the excuses so I can get more work done. It's just you don't want to go. They probably it's just don't as much work go. done if you wanted to. Yeah, probably. Uh, and Eric Bieniemy will be the new OC for UCLA. Huh. So, so much for him getting that. Uh, is is that a great job? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, uh, it's a job. I mean, I guess it's a job. I mean, it doesn't feel like he's going to get a head coaching job in the NFL. So maybe now he looks to get a head coaching job at some point in, the, in college football. It seems like it, a lot his? of college. It seems like a lot of college football coaches are kind of all set with college football currently. Um, and UCLA is not a, like if I if I said to you name me the top twenty college football teams now moving forward UCLA wouldn't even mean your thought. No, I, here's the thing with Eric Bieniemy though. I think I mean it, it, the whole thought process was is I got I got to get out from under Andy Reid's shadow. So I'll go to Washington. I'll do I'll do my own thing, and then from there I'll be back in the head coaching cycle in the NFL and hopefully get a job. So now he's the offensive coordinator for for UCLA. That's that. That's not how he planned it. Um, and one more note: Peter King, legendary writer, is retiring. That's a good run for Peter King. A real good run. He's good, Peter King. He's he's terrific, just just terrific. Peter King and I once got into a uh, a verbal altercation on the air. No, he, why? Um. So I was filling in. Um, Ryan Rucco and I were filling in for Colin Coward back in the day when he was doing 10 to 1 on ESPN Network. And we pre-taped an interview with the great Peter King. And I said, I heard you make mention somewhere else that you think, I guess at the time it was J.J. Watt at the same level of, as Lawrence Taylor. And I went in on him. Because of course he didn't recognize that your trigger is is anyone being compared to. And I I said how Lawrence I Taylor. said how how dare you and I went after him and it got contentious and yeah went after one of the great sports writers of all time. I, I think it was an awful take. I think, but listen, I think it's everyone's initial initial like knee jerk reaction is to if you see someone that's at a certain level to try to compare them to. Someone else that's great. Well, he, but he, he wasn't comparing him to Lawrence Taylor, saying, boy, Lawrence Taylor was so great, and J.J. Watt kind of is reminiscent of that now. He was saying J.J. Watt is as good as Lawrence Taylor was, Ooh. and and it set me off. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, that was an awful take. I, J.J. I think, Watt was awesome, though. Yeah, not Lawrence Taylor. I, well, yeah, not Lawrence Taylor, but I, I also think you have a, this thing where anyone mentions Lawrence Taylor in the same breath as anyone else, you go crazy. That's right. That's that's my That's my thing. That's your trigger. Yeah. I mean, the one guy had you touch his ears, he loses his mind. You, you, you mentioned this with Lawrence Taylor, and I'm going to lose my composure. <laughs> I, I mean, J.J. Watt had an awesome career. I'm not awesome. denying that J.J. Watt was great. I'm just saying he's not Lawrence Taylor. Raymond, football purist, is J.J. Watt Lawrence Taylor? No. But Thank at you. the time, J.J. Watt was on an incredible run. So in retrospect, the battle between me and the great Peter King was won by... By you. Thank you. Anyhow, he's retiring. That's part of the oh, business. And now you're going to dance on his career grave? <laughs> I'm not dancing on anything. The guy's a legend. It actually sounded like it, it actually sounded like J.J. Watt was considering coming back this season at some point. Really? Yeah. Like there was a real thought that he had kept himself in good enough shape where maybe he got he got a chance to play with his brother in Pittsburgh. That would be some that? kind of duo. His brother oh, is an exceptional football player. Oh, his brother's awesome. Uh, and there you have it. That's around the league. How'd you feel about that? I liked it. I missed. Yeah, I liked it. It's nice. Miss it a lot. I do. We got the combine coming up. I know, but that's not the. Maybe for you, it, it scratches that itch, but not for me. I don't know if it scratches the itch, but it's. I mean, the, I, dr- I do the draft will. The draft will. It'll be nice. The draft will be nice. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens with uh, what the Bears are going to do, what the Giants. I, I, I think I heard you. Did you say that you don't think that the quarterback's going to go one, two, three now? I'd say I don't think it. I think I think we're leaning towards it might not happen. Like I don't think it's as much of a foregone conclusion as I once thought it was. All right, so take me down this road then. Uh huh. So I mean, you talk to a lot of people, so you must have heard something. They don't have to tell me what you heard, but what do you? So how does that happen? What does that look like? Um, maybe one of those guys slips to the Giants at six. Really? Yeah. Because I I think Marvin Harrison's going to go four. 
Okay, so who's going? Okay, so quarterback, quarterback. Then what happens with what happens with the Patriots at three? Then well, maybe they go Harrison. Maybe it goes it goes Harrison, offensive lineman, receiver, and then and then the quarterback's still there. I, I don't listen. I, I don't. I think this is a a slam dunk. I just don't think it's as I think it's as much of a slam dunk one two three quarterbacks as it was a month ago. And we think who's the it's Drake, I, I, it's Drake I, I don't know. slips. I don't know. I would guess Drake may, but I, I, I mean, I think the next couple of weeks are going to tell us a lot. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Right now, gut feeling. What do you think the Giants end up doing at six? Oh God. I know what you would do. What do you think the Giants will do? I, I, I think I don't know how. I think the Giants are going to go quarterback. You think they go quarterback? I don't know if that means they move up and they draft Drake May at, at three or four, or if it means they stand pat and one of those guys falls to them, I think the Giants take a quarterback at six. I don't know if it's that they fall in love with J.J. McCarthy, but I think that they take a quarterback at six. And you think the Bears keep Justin Fields or draft a quarterback? No, I think they take Caleb Williams. I think they take Caleb Williams. Which, again, I, I, if the thought was to take Caleb Williams, why? I, how, they're, how, they're taking, how they're handling their business in Chicago just is... Does that surprise you, though? Uh, no, it doesn't surprise me. It's just it's very interesting to me. But that's that's the Bears and on the cusp of on the cusp of having the first overall pick, which is a pretty I mean that's a pretty attractive place to be, and some of the offensive coordinators that were available that would make um, would have made like Ben Johnson. Hey, first overall pick, you pick a quarterback. Just tell us how much money you want. We'll we'll pay you. No, we're good. We'll oh, do maybe they, maybe they're not willing to open up the purse purse strings like that. How could you not though? They're the Bears. Yeah, but they haven't they're, had a quarterback. They're traditionally a very cheap organization. Right, what was the last time they had a quarterback ever? Well, maybe it's not as much about we don't want to bring the guy in as we don't want to pay him $20 million a year to be the head coach of this team. Right, but if you're a team, my, I, my Jets struggle with the same thing. But if you're a team that doesn't have a quarterback, you just passed up the chance to draft C.J. Stroud. Now, who knows if you even make the right pick? Maybe if you kept it, you maybe draft Bryce Young. But just say, like, you saw what C.J. Stroud just did. Now you have the first overall pick again. With three quarterbacks sitting there that you could take, and you don't want to position yourself to have that quarterback have the best chance to have success. So what happens now? You draft Caleb Williams, and you struggle in year one. And what are you going to do now? Fire Matt Eberflus? Probably. Oh, good. That's that's just what Caleb. That's just what the quarterback. You make it sound like we're talking about the Chiefs. We're talking about a team that this is they're they're a disaster. They've been a disaster from almost my entire lifetime. See, here's the beauty. Here's the beauty of if you're going to be a team that drafts a quarterback, of hiring a head coach that is an offensive-minded head coach, if it works, which the expectation is when you do it, it's, it's going to work because it has to work, that there's no fear that you're going to lose the coach. The fear if you have a defensive-minded head coach and you have tons of success with the young quarterback in the offensive coordinator is that that offensive coordinator is going to be gone. And now you've got to find a new offensive coordinator and there's no guarantee that guy calls plays the same way the other guy just did. Like, it, it, you don't... T- you don't th- you you mean to tell me that you don't think it hot it hurt Josh Allen that Brian Dable left? Of, of course, course it did. Of course it did. All right, so you have an opportunity now. If we're going to take a quarterback, lock him, tie him to the coach. I don't disagree with you, but it's the fact stupid. that you're so surprised that the Bears would make decisions which make little to no sense is shocking to me. It's like when when the Jets do it. How can you get so surprised? Like you know, we can't at this point we can't even take a quarterback because we have no idea how to groom that quarterback. The Bears are basically. The Jets of the NFC. I just, I, I, I don't know. It, it just it, at this level, you think they would learn from their mistakes and just they make a better decision. But no, that doesn't feel like it. Let's get to a couple calls. We'll get to the Knicks in about that uh, twelve fifteen minutes. Let's go to uh, now. Where are we with this guy? I, I, I was under the impression Shooter and Stanford was was on suspension until March one. But I don't need to be the 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 last person to make this decision. Where are we with him? No, I thought that the last that we talked, he was March one. But that's not. I mean, R.J. Screen in the call. R.J. put it up there. R.J. You blank mother. No, no blank, <laughs> blank sucker mother. Oh. That's the line. What, what, what is happening? <laughs> that was the line. So originally it was March one, right? But he called back, pleaded his case, uh-huh. and we knocked it down to a one week, which I think has now turned into two because Rick was out. So he's been he's been off for two weeks. So we basically gave him the grace of four days early. Are we taking him here or not? 
RJ put him up. If RJ didn't want to take right. him, he wouldn't have put him up. So we got to take him. All right. Let, let's see what he's got today. It better be good. I'm telling you right now, if it's bad, the entire month of March, you're out. Hi, Shooter. Good morning, Vietnam. It's good to be back, boys. It's good to be back. Good morning, company. Hello. I missed you guys. I missed Rick for sure. Definitely missed Rick. Welcome back, Ricky boy. We missed Thank you. you Believe me, we missed you. Dan, Dan is great. Dan's a good man, does a good job, but the chemistry you guys have here is unmatched. We all know that, so hoorah. Let's move on. Thank you for letting me back, by the way. I appreciate yep. you guys. Um, you, you, you better you better up your game a little bit here because you're, you're struggling. All right, well, two things I want to say. First, Rick was talking about the highway and two cars are next to each other. That's the worst, but it gets even worse when it's two trucks because they're, like, laughing at everybody as they do it and holding everybody up. All right? Um Second, I actually wanted to talk about the Knicks and how that Knicks-Celtics game, right? We're missing our two best players. I mean, they're much better than us, and they're hanging in there. And it's given me a sense of hope for these Knickerbockers that when these guys come back, I mean, we could do something here if they work their asses off and they play hard. And KP's probably going to get hurt, and the Celtics probably won't be going too far. But what do you guys think about that? I I think you're crazy. And thanks for the call, Shooter, and welcome back. No. I don't. I don't think the Celtics are not going to go too far. I, I think I have. I'm not worried at all about the Celtics, and I wouldn't be if I were a Celtics fan. That is a terrific basketball team. Yeah, I mean, Jason Tatum's talking about being the face of face of the NBA. He thinks he's the best player in the NBA. I mean, I I think it's the same. It's you know, for anybody. But KP has injury, you know, injury concerns. Head coach could be a concern. Their depth could be a concern. I, I just think with the with the Knicks right now, I mean. OG's definitely coming back. It sounds like right. Randall's definitely going to come back, but I think there's probably some concern in Julius Randall's you know, mind with how hard he plays and how physical he is. How does the shoulder hold up? I think that's probably the main concern, period, is that there's, I mean, he definitely, I think, I don't know for a fact, and I'm not going to play doctor, but I've been through enough of this to know that when you dislocate your shoulder, there's probably some, some real serious damage he did inside of his shoulder. And can, it, can they strengthen it enough to be stable enough where it doesn't cause him problems? And... Can it? Can it? Can he battle through the season with it the way it is, and then address it after the season? Because we don't. I, we don't know. I mean, right. he came out. I, I guess. I guess it was last week when you were away and said that surgery is still very much yes an option. Well, because it's it, it with the shoulder stuff like that, you usually get to a point where it's depending on how how bad the damage is. Is that it's not like they'll tell you like we can strengthen it, but it's not going to be a hundred percent unless we go in and fix it. So you're saying to yourself, okay, get me through the season, and then let's just fix it, get it back to 100. percent So it's something I don't have to deal with down the road. I'll rehab it, come back, and I'll be, I'll be back. But if he can come back, he come back. You try to strengthen it. He's doing it. I mean, he's doing what two a days. Says he feels pretty good. It's just he plays a real physical, you know, physical brand of basketball, and it's his right shoulder, which he's going to be, I mean, getting smashed on on a consistent basis. Shoulder dislocation is a tough, uh, a tough. All right. One. So let's, for argument's sake. Ananobi comes back and is yep. healthy. Mitchell Robinson comes back and is healthy. You got Brunson. You got Burks. You got Bogdanovich. You got Hartenstein. Right? You got you got DiVincenzo. You got Hart. You got Achua. You got everybody, but you don't get back Julius Randle. The upside for this team is what? Upside, I think you win a first-round playoff series. So you think the maximum you can do is get to the second round? I don't think you get to the Eastern Conference Finals without Julius Randle. No. No. I don't. Better chance you get to the Eastern Conference Finals without him or get bounced in the first round without him? A bounce in the first round. Yeah. So, you, so you, you, I mean, you think it's it's that magnitude. You don't yes. have him and, and your postseason will not end well. No, I, I don't. I, I just think that, I mean, he he's an all-NBA player, man. Say what you want. You can feel the way you want about him. He's And he is the... Offensively, I mean, teams have to make sure that they like he's someone you game plan for to take some of the pressure off Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson's a, a dude. I, I mean, what he's he been is able unbelievable. To do is, he's awesome. I mean, the first quarter on Saturday against the Celtics, he's just watching him. He's just a, such a special player. Like and he's if such he's a not crafty a crafty player, uh, I mean, he's right on that on that cusp, dude. Like he, I mean, he is he is a really the fact that Dallas twice. Made the decision not to sign him. How stupid are they? For peanuts. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a terrible decision. We want to wait and see. Are you nuts? 
I mean, and, and how old is he? he? I mean, he's he's hitting the prime of his career. You could have wrapped him up. You could have the duo of Doncic and and, uh, and Brunson for the I next know. God knows how long. And they approached they approached Dallas twice. And then by the time Dallas was like, "Yeah, we should do this," he's like, "No, what do you mean do I do this now? Did you just see what I did in the playoffs? I think I've I think I've outgrown that initial offer." Um, if you are a fan of the Dallas Mavericks, this will pain you. Jalen Brunson, all the smoke podcast, saying. He wanted to stay in Dallas. I really did want to stay in Dallas. I think before my fourth season in Dallas, my last season in Dallas, we tried to extend the most we can get was like four years and 55 million. And so obviously we wanted to do that. I wanted to stay there. I, th- I thought I would be there for a long time and uh, I liked my role there. It's funny because my agent was like, you can get more, you can get more. I'm saying like, well, like I just I want to be safe. Like, I'm not trying to gamble right now this is not something you really gamble with if it's out there they were like we want to see where we're at uh, like 20 25 games into the season but uh, we were like all right well if we're not going to do it i kind of don't want to do it until after the season i'm not trying to think about this during the season right yeah so there's a period where luca went out and i started to start i was playing really well i think i was averaging like 20 and like six maybe and so we went back we're like hey like if the deal's there we're thinking about it like i'll do it like right now and still it was no it wasn't a hard no it was just like we want to see we want to see so i'm so like this was dallas this is dallas uh, Still uh, okay. Trade deadline comes. I'm like thinking, like, right, well, if, the, if I'm not getting extended, I'm probably going to get traded. Probably. I think the way I've been playing, I'm like, there's just like, I'm playing somewhat decent. And so that didn't happen. And uh, yeah, so I the, the deal came on the table after the trade deadline. I was like, I, I no, I, th- I think I've outgrown that now. Well, thank, thank God for their misstep. Yeah, but who's to say? Like, <laughs> this is why I appreciate him too. It's like, and just. And it's no surprise to me why he's having success uh, here with all the pressure and everything else. It's just like the idea that, hey, your agent's like, hey, I'll get you more. But no, no. Uh, this, right, is, this is where I want to be. I, this, I'm happy here. This is where I want to be. I like my role. I like my teammates. Because, I mean, for them, for him, that was that was his priority. And now it didn't work out. Stupid move by them. He shows up. People laughing at his contract. Oh, you overpaid for Jalen. Okay. Yep. Now you look at his deal and you're laughing because, he, dude, he's averaging almost 28 points a game now. Well, he's a phenomenal basketball player. I mean, uh, here's my question for you. Do you consider Jalen Brunson to be a superstar player? <laughs> I, think we throw that, I think we throw that term around too much. I think we do also. But, but I'll I ask you again. Do you, do you yeah. look at him as a superstar player? I think he's one of the better players in the NBA, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean right now, if you were drafting the best players, he's one of the top what? 12? How about, how about best point guards right now? I mean, he's, he's one of the best players in the NBA. I think I think that leads you to say he's a superstar, right? And the level of consistency. I mean, that, that's the that's the thing too is the level of consistency now, especially when he's the he's the guy with no Julius Randle. He is he is absolutely phenomenal. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
the pickleball matchup between D and R and uh, Amani and Anita will take place on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Uh, I'm also looking forward to that. How's your back? Uh, much better. Good. Much, and I've really started to uh, take my weight into account, and I'm losing weight by the day. Because you're not eating. Uh, yeah, p- pretty much. I'm down 1.6 pounds. In, Back in down to week. eating 200 calories a day, huh? No, no, no. I go like 1,200 a day. Why don't you? Are you doing re- uh, rehab still? Uh, I'm done with PT. Okay. Uh, d- why didn't you ask your PT or call your PT and ask him if there's like a, a nutritionist you could go see? I don't want a nutritionist. I like to do it my way. Well, but your way's not healthy. But my way's effective. No, your way, your way is your like your stand up. No, no, it's effective. That's the problem. It might be too effective, and something bad could happen to you. Yeah, like like when you almost fainted. (laughs) That was one time. Yeah, one time. Or like I could hear your stomach through the microphone. That was another time. Yeah. (laughs) Or the one time I walked into the studio, Dave. How you doing? I'm very dizzy. (laughs) (laughs) That was the third time. That's not good, Dave. What people get dizzy? Oh, not just sitting around doing nothing. Your body's eating itself. Listen, be supportive of me. I, I can't have you. I can't have you midway through the match because you're not eating. No, any no, food. no. I'm gonna, Bonk I'm gonna out. be fully hydrated and fully. I'm gonna have egg whites that morning. Don't worry about me. Oh, that yeah, egg whites. That's good. That's just what you need. Just some some egg whites. Uh, maybe I'll have pasta. You want me to have some pasta? I have some oatmeal. How about some oatmeal? I love oatmeal. Yeah, have a nice oatmeal. I make a beautiful instant oatmeal. <laughs> what do you mean? Ugh. But you think you I think you're actually packets, making it? I put them in the bowl. I put the water in. I mix it around. I put it in the microwave. Boom! Instant oatmeal. That's not making it. You're. I mean, you're just heating it up in the microwave. Right. That's what I do. It. I'm an oatmeal connoisseur. No, what do you? Uh, I don't, don't even get me started. You know what the problem is, though. We validated this. What do you mean? Because leading up Told to him the, how good he looked. Yeah, the bar mitzvah. That was the, all the validation you ever needed, because everyone told you how wonderful you looked. Pictures look, look great. Good. I did look great. And now here we are after. What does this mean? For you to think that's the only way to move forward now when you want to lose I don't, weight. I don't like this slow moving, like, oh, limit yourself to 2,400 calories a day and take off a third of a pound a week. I don't have time for that. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm in this for, l- let's go, baby. <laughs> let's get after it. Well, why let's can't we sprinkle some, some, why can't we do it healthy, though? Why can't we sprinkle some exercise? We got till May 5th. I, I got on the treadmill this weekend. I need you to build up some muscle around the back area. Let's let's do some uh, some bridges. I I, I did. I, you know what I've been doing? Bridges, planks. Oh great. Oh god. How long? <laughs> they how tried long, to. How long have you been able to do those? One full minute. <laughs> Longest that's minute pretty, of your that's life. Pretty good. What? At three of them. Oh. They were wow. trying to kill me. <laughs> three one minute planks on a ball. Oh no. Oh my god. Oh, wait. Elbows on the ball. Yep. Oh, no. Uh, and, and he's like, you're almost done. I was like, how long? He's like, 20 seconds. I was like, you hate me. <laughs> That's good for you, though. Oh, it's so awful. It's going to be good. That now, all of a sudden, you have some core strength. It'll be great. All right. I'm, re- I'm ready for the pickleball. Yes. We got two, two plus months to get ready for this thing. Well, we got to set up a couple of practices. We absolutely do. And you know what's very uh, disconcerting, though? What? Artis says he's not going to the big pickleball. He's match. going. He says no. No, if I have to, if I have to pick him up, he's going. RJ, you going? I mean, for me, it, it's like going to another country. Stop. <laughs> it is very far for him. RJ, this beautiful. Take Ange. Take Antonio. And what? Move there? No, we have a nice lunch. There's, I guess, a Cinco de Mayo. Set out on the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back on the sixth. Yeah. <laughs> Take the day on the sixth. <laughs> Make a day of it. Make a day of it. I have to make a weekend of it. Come on, make a weekend. Go to a little B and B up in Connecticut. You know what you do too. You can go right down to, uh, you go to Pepe's. You get some nice, del- delicious pizza. Yeah, you can. Oh, RJ, I, I think about, we need you there. I had about fifty-eight slices yesterday. Ray, are you going to be there? It remains to be seen. There might be playoff games. There might be stuff going on. Who knows? And well, I'm the excuse guy. I'm the excuse guy. No, if he's got playoff games, he can't go. Playoffs. What's more important than the show? Nothing. If if the Rangers now here's the problem. Here's the real problem. What happens if the match that's scheduled for like twelve thirty, if the Rangers are playing in, at noon? Yeah, I'm sorry. Then no, no, forget about you. I know you don't go. I then I don't want to go. No, never mind. Well, don't do that. Well, I mean, I don't want to go if the Rangers or Knicks are playing at noon. No, I know you don't want to, but you have to. We're committed now. We're all in. 
No, this is a problem. No, it's not a problem unless you make it a problem. If the Knicks are, I'll tell you what, game one, I can live with. Game six or seven, I think we need to revisit this. There's no chance. There's there got to be an out clause. No, there's no. There's, this is not Cody Bellinger's contract. There's no opt outs here. There's none. I should. I should have. You oh, said I'm May fifth. So I'm yeah. so stupid. Why did I agree? Right. It should have been like unless there's some kind of a huge Knicks or Rangers game, and then I'm out. Well, you should have thought of that before you said yes, and you started just throwing around dates willy nilly. I didn't throw around. Dates I was trying to stand strong. I tried to stay strong, and you can't be trusted. You're like, oh, I can do this date, or I can do this date. Well, I mean, the 5th of May is fine unless the Knicks or Rangers are playing that day, and then we have a major issue. I'm also being told, too, by my wife that I have to give her credit because she used to cut up my uh, the apples and the strawberries that I would stew into my oatmeal. So thank you, honey. Thank you, love honey. You. That's You're beautiful the best. of you. She would love You know what? I'll tell you what. Casca comes over one day. I make her some beautiful instant oatmeal. No chance she eats it. Cinnamon raisin instant oatmeal. Oh, she wouldn't know what to do with herself. No chance. Oh. Oh. I got another text message. Oh, oh, maybe we some. Maybe we won't need. Maybe we won't need Raymond at the match. Looks like we could have uh, one Raymond Dinahan at the match. Oh, Dino's coming. Dino could be there for support. Now I have to imagine Brian will be there. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, could he not? I think we're gonna have fancy jerseys made. It's gonna be beautiful. Mitch we Clark. What we we have to decide what we want though. Do we want sleeveless jerseys? Do we want? Three-quarter zips? What do we want? I don't want sleeveless. Why? You're going to have these new sexy arms. Yeah, but, I mean, it's May 5th. It may not be as warm as you think. That's an indoor place. Are you sure? It's, there's no, we're, we're not playing outdoors. All right. I think it's an indoor place. Isn't it where she's doing her show from? I don't know about that. I, I'm glad we got all these details. We know nothing. I'm I know you got to get there early to, to join her show at the end. No, no, no. Don't say She's I. She's going to bring you on as a gambling insider. <laughs> Don't say I. Yeah. We. Um, Mitch Clark, it's amazing with how much money you have that you can't afford a dietitian or a personal trainer. What you're doing is a starvation diet, and the only thing you're losing is whatever muscle is left on that disgusting fat body of yours, <laughs> Jack Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> that might be my that might be my. You favorite. like that? He seems like a good man. <laughs> that, disg- that disgusting fat body. Let's go to Carl in Queens. Good morning, Carl. You're on 987 ESPN. Yes, boys. Another day that we're not dead. Uh, I just wanted to uh, just give a little shout out to Jalen Brunson because we've gone from Nate Robinson to Frank Nilakina, and now every single day, every single night, we have a point guard that could actually run the offense. But to answer, um, Rick's question. I think I agree with him. The furthest we could go is the second round. It was my question, Carl. Meet. It was my question. Oh, uh, sorry, David. Uh, sorry. It was your question. Um, the second round, the furthest, because then it's either every time we lose, guys, it's literally the three point shooting. Indiana, Boston, Milwaukee. They're gonna they're gonna wreck us with with the three point shooting every single time in the playoffs, especially. Well, that's that, why well, we hang on a second, though. Hold you, on one second, though. If you don't have Randall, you get destroyed by the three-point shooting, though? The bigger problem is we don't have Randall and we don't have OG. Like, I mean, it, this this team is scary or has the potential to be scary if if and when we get fully healthy. Not necessarily Mitch. Mitch would be a nice added. I, I didn't expect Mitch to be back, but if Mitch comes back, great. But if you give me... If you give me with the additions of Burks and Bogdanovich off the bench, you give me that starting five of Julius, OG, Hartenstein, Brunson, and DiVincenzo. That's a hell of a five. That's pretty good. I mean, you saw what it did defensively, and then on top of that, the the offense was the was that you knew you knew you'd be better defensively. But when you looked at the per hundred possessions with those five, I think it was up at like one hundred and twenty eight, one hundred and twenty eight and a half points a game or something crazy. On like that. the flip side of things. If the Knicks do get everybody back and Randall is close to healthy, is that a team that you expect to go to the Eastern Conference Finals? Expect? No, I can't tell you expect because I don't know what version of Julius, even if he's healthy, what version of Julius Randall is. I, I, I said yet. if he's close to healthy, if he's 90-plus percent. Well, okay. No, I know what you, I, I heard what you said. But, I mean, Julius Randall healthy hasn't been the same Julius Randall in the playoffs. Right. So if I get if I get... All-star, all-NBA, Julius Randle in the postseason, yes. 
I think this team has the potential to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I do. I mean, you got two. I mean, it, Brunson playing the way he's he's playing. The uh, OG, what he does for you defensively, especially because now you can throw him at the other team's best player, and you have Julius performing at the level that we see during the regular season. That's that's pretty damn good. Oh, this is unfortunate. What? Jim fan says Anita has zero credibility. Saturday, she said that Dina Han was the producer of DNR. Tell me you don't know the station without telling me you don't know the station. Wow. Well, you know, this is why I think this is probably why Dean Han has made the decision that he's going to root for us. I think most people are going to root for us because he knows how much I love and care for him. Um, do you expect a big turnout for this? Uh, I, I, yeah, I would think so. Also, I want to know going in the ground rules. Like, is this one game to eleven? Is this a best of three? I, I, I don't want to go in without knowing what's happening. And I well, could what, see, I could see showing up. Uh, how guys? How are we planning this exactly? I don't know where we're playing. All I know is all I know is it's on the fifth. I don't know if it's indoors, outdoors, where it's at. No, any of anything. All I know is this, David. Yes, is that I trust you. I oh, love you. I'll kill for you, and I will make time. Yeah, I'll, here's the thing, though. Do you have Do you have anyone we can play against? Can you Can you find people to, for can. us to play against? I can. Maybe we do this. Maybe you make. Or do you have a buddy? To, do you have what? a buddy you can bring? I'll bring Brian. You bring a buddy. Of course, because Brian's got to be involved. Well, no, Brian's pretty good at pickleball. I'm saying if you want to have, yeah, if we want to have like a legit match, if you bring, if I bring one and you bring one, then we okay. can play against them. I, I yeah, I have a couple of friends that play and are pretty good. I'm not saying anything crazy, but I just think it would be nice to have a, a team we could play against. I want Brian. Brian will be there. I made the fifth, right? Oh yeah. There's there's zero doubt that we have Brian. Zero doubt. And he'll be pulling for us. Uh, pulling. We're gonna have to. The, the company's gonna have to make him a team jersey. I think. I think so. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I got to get out of this month of February. I, I can't stand February. We're almost out. I know, but, but Thursday we should be out and we're still in. Well, I got the leap year. I mean, the 29th, what's that about? <laughs> well, what do you want to tell you, buddy? Well, being serious now, yeah. what is the point of the extra day? I don't know exactly. <laughs> like, there has to be some reason for an extra day, but, but why? Well, have you ever Googled it? No. 
I was just thinking off the top of my head, like, why why do we have this extra day of February? Um, I'm trying to figure that out. What I can tell you, yeah, in what I've learned in the last 11 seconds. <laughs> okay, so you, so this is not all that. Um, it doesn't go all that far back. That's right. Yeah, is that the Earth, the full year, yeah, is actually 365 and a quarter days. Right. And every four uh, years, we, it, that adds up to a full day. We have to account for it. But I, being serious now, what happens if you just if Thursday was March first? Well, you're not accounting. You're not accounting for the. You just but, you just want it to be March first. No, yeah, I do. But but I, what bad things now happen? I don't understand. We're in, we're not where we haven't made yeah. the full rotation. Yeah, we're still a quarter of a day off. Who, but who knows that? Scientists. Well, it, wouldn't affect, that would affect like the sunlight and stuff, wouldn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, like hundreds and, and thousands of years from now, we'd be like, oh, it's it's September 1st. Why is it snowing? Right. Exactly on, right. Dave. It'd be a vicious cycle. It's like when, when Biff finds the sports a year, almanac. A year's supposed to be when the Earth circles the sun one time. Would you, you're just going to cut it short every year? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I mean, the February 29th feels unnecessary. By the way, John Winthrop, who never critiques or comments anything really negatively, is so taken aback. Really? You don't know why we have an extra day? He never... It's, it's not that you don't know. It's just like it's not important enough for you to figure out the why. Well, I don't really you don't care. care. It, that, that's, that's the problem. You should care. Why is everyone attacking me? Well, because over years, as John just stated, that the seasons would change. And you know how he feels about seasons. Do you know how long that would take? Well... Uh, we wouldn't be around for it, but I'm just saying this is what would happen. Well, if previous generations had had that same attitude, right? <laughs> Where would it be now? Correct. Okay, sorry. So I, I guess we have to have it. All right. Be so the end by the of way, summer right now. But why can't we add? Why let's add a day in the summer? No, you can't. It says the leap year. The leap day is added to February because the Roman calendar they used prior to the the Julian calendar had a leap month that was inserted in February. That's Julianne. That's what Julian. No, it's not Julian. <laughs> it's Julian. It's not yeah. Julian. It slices. It dices. It Marianne's. And now we've come full circle. Now I got it. Yes. So that's why. So the actual orbit of the uh, of the Earth around the sun is three hundred and sixty five point two four two five days. Beautiful. So you know what? I've learned something. I am now smarter at this moment than I was before the show. Yeah. And I and think we, we all know. are. And now we know. And that's all we're looking for. Knowledge. Knowledge is power. It is. Uh, let's go to Ron in Westchester. Hi, Ron. Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. I um, can't recall a Nick game having watched religiously for many decades now where every shot that went up I thought was going in from the opposing team. And uh, being at the Garden, I think it was a library-like atmosphere. Folks were sitting on pins and needles. And my question to you is when you look at the Celtics team, you know, and they, they interviewed Tibbs in game, uh, ABC, obviously, and they kind of talked about, you know, what are you doing defensively? And he said, we need to challenge our shots better. We need to run them off the line. Well, you know, as as far as I'm concerned, they were doing that. They were challenging their shots. These were not wide-open shots. But when you look at the Celtics, one through five, including Porzingis, all these guys can dribble the ball. And if you run them off the line, not only could they slash and get to the rim, especially if you're missing the rim protector in Robinson, as we saw a few years ago in the Hawks series when Robinson was out, um, but they can also stroke the ball mid-range. So, you know, is this sustainable? Is this, you know, the old adage of you live and die with the three, um, are the Celtics going to win a championship by redefining the game of basketball and attempting and making the most number of threes? Is this sustainable in the playoff series where things get a little bit tighter, um, you know, the, the brights are a little bit brighter, the lights are a little bit brighter, um, do you guys think the Celtics can withstand and sustain yes. Yes. this level of three-point yes. production? Yes, I do. I mean, they, they went game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Yes. They're a well, terrific I mean, basketball I, I, team. I think it would be the one thing, like if you're, if you're pointing to reasons why, right, Boston? Yeah, if you, if you have not... a game where you shoot seven of 48 from three, that could be your downfall. But, I mean, they're a terrific basketball team. They are a really good basketball team. I mean, they have the addition of Drew Holiday. I mean, Jason Tatum's one of the best players in in the game. But, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, those are the things that you – if you're trying to find things that could could trip Boston up, I would say you probably put coach – you know, coach at the top of that list, depth at the, you know, depth, 
and reliance on the three. I mean, they, they shoot almost 43 threes a game. I know. But the other night, they were, I mean, they, they couldn't miss. No, could not miss. They, they were shooting 71% from the floor. I, I, I think they, they said like two teams in the last God knows how many years have shot better than 70% from the floor for an entire game. And the Celtics were not far off in that game. No. But, again, I mean, that's the Celtics, I, I, as far as the East concerned, I mean, it's it's the Celtics, and then it's kind of kind of everybody else in the East right now. I Don't sleep on the Bucks, though. No, I'm not. Listen, I'm not sleeping on the Bucks. I'm just saying. I mean, you're sitting here with Boston's got an, an eight-and-a-half game lead on the on the Bucks. Boston's forty-five and twelve. Oh no, no, no! Boston is the the one is done. Oh, the, that's it, what it, that's what I'm saying. I'm oh, not saying yeah, yeah. You know, as we get to the postseason, I'm saying right now this regular season, it's Boston. The one, is the one is over. One. The yeah. one is over. It's it's that like three to eight range that's completely wide open. Yeah, right now I mean Cleveland's seven and a half, seven and a half back. But how two. far ahead of, of three is is Cleveland? Ahead uh, a, a, a game, only a game ahead of of Milwaukee. Yeah, really. Yeah, they're seven and a half back. Milwaukee's eight and a half back. Uh-huh. Knicks are eleven back. Um, Sixers at five, twelve. Pacers at six, twelve and a half. You don't want to fall to six. I would rather not fall to six. Yeah, no, you don't want to. You don't want to do that. Julian in Manhattan. Hi, Julian. Good, good morning, guys. Uh, first time, long time, Rick. Also, I agree with you. Pepe's pizza, absolutely phenomenal. Delicious. I, um, I, I'm not even. They, they laughed at us. Some guy made a point at the table next to us, like, "Oh, huh? What are you guys uh, trying every every pizza on the menu?" I was like, "Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat the pizza I want. You shut up and enjoy your pizza, all right?" <laughs> I eat the whole thing, man. Anyway, um, my question. Um, all right, say, right, the Knicks get to the playoffs. We get Julius Randle back. Everybody else is healthy. But we wound up getting the same playoff performance from last season, uh, last year from Julius Randle. Winds up getting surgery again in the off season. Uh, what do you think the Knicks will wind up doing with him? I honestly think we keep him. I love Julius. He's my favorite. He might be my favorite Knicks. I mean, what you, on the what team you right have now. now, Julian, is you. And thanks for the call. Is you have the the built-in excuse. I mean, if he's not right and he has to undergo off season surgery, which he probably will, it's going to be well. He wasn't healthy and that's the the rationale for him not being great in this postseason yeah well i mean you got to get you're gonna have to get og signed and then depending on if you make that big move this offseason right i mean you're gonna have to make you have to try to find a way to make the money work too so who are you who are you moving i think i think mitch is probably a candidate to be moved now with how well i say you know how you want to keep Hartenstein, don't you i love hartenstein yeah right you want to keep him you'll have i mean so I don't know. I mean, if if you're in a spot now, I know Tibbs. Tibbs loves Julius, uh, and I'm a big Julius guy myself. But if if all of a sudden he's healthy enough to play, and goes out and is kind of just, you think that's in his mindset right now? Yeah. That you know, I go out there. I'm I'm a shell of myself. I'm not very good. Now I take the brunt of of the anger from the fan when when I'm just going out there and gutting it out. Yeah, he'll get killed. Yeah. Well, let's go to Fran in Massapequa. Fran wants to comment on the uh, the leap year. Good morning, Fran. I couldn't agree with you more, Dave. Just just wanted to say it. I don't want to get into a big argument, but they, nobody's going to miss the day. Come on. I mean, you're right, Dave. That's it. So they just want to argue with you. Nobody's going to miss. No, no, no. It, but they make, they make a good point. Over time, if you if you don't add yeah, that extra day in every four years, at some point, you know, you're going to mess up the seasons. All right. There you go. Then. All right. So there you go. Okay. Then I don't. Then I don't so agree. So, you pretty Dave, much. Right. You'll just, regardless of whatever is said on the show, you'll just always, you'll, you'll just always agree with Dave. Is what you're saying? <laughs> he thinks not, I'm a, not always. Rick, yeah, I, Rick, usually, I love you. typically. I was going to get into Rick. We missed you, and the show isn't the same without you. But thank you. You know, but yeah, but I listen because only because I know Dave first. You know what I mean? I became close with Dave. You weren't on the show. You weren't, you know, I'm talking about before you guys got together. Okay. Right. But Dave, we we built a bond, and it's nothing. And Rick, listen. We're Islander fans, you know what I mean? We're suffering right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we we got a little bond. We'll always be friends. I got your back. You need help, I'll be at the station in a half hour. I told you guys I want to bring, you know, bagels and breakfast to you guys. You know what I mean? I got, we got to hook it up. I got a great bagel store. I got to right, get all your orders, what you guys like. The, the boys love bagels. Listen, Frank. We, we got to make it happen. I'm that type of guy. I, I Listen, I got a guy for everything. I got bagels. I got pizza. I can feed you guys from here to next year. So... We got to make it happen. I'm telling you. 
I can under. Thanks for the call, friend. I can understand it though, because I I too have fallen under the Dave spell. Oh really? Yeah, where I just I love him. You you missed me. I did. Yeah, I did. And then what pisses me off though is I get like criticized. Like, hey, you should be happy I'm listening to the show and then I miss the show and you're like, oh, no, this it's, guy's it's, a loser. It's, it's odd that you would listen to that extent. What about if I'm up if I'm up in the gym working out, what would you what would you suggest I listen to? Music. No. I like to check in on the guys. I like to hear your voices, see what you're talking about. All right, but it, it felt RJ, did it not feel like he listened to the show for uh, hours upon end? I don't think it's that crazy. I I feel like I I enjoy consuming the show when I'm away. You've made it clear. You hate us. I'm gonna I'm gonna be away for four days in March. And March you won't 25th, listen for one second. You, you forget, listen, he won't. Seventh and twenty eighth. He won't think of us once. And I will listen to not one nanosecond of the show over that time. We mm. won't even be thought of. We know you hate us. No, no, no. That that no, that's inaccurate. I will think of you fondly. I just won't listen to you guys on the air. I think if anything, Rick is always just trying to get even in one iota better. Maybe I could pick up something that is happening while I'm away. Dave, you're not here. You think we can't possibly be doing anything that would be of any value. Well, the truth, like honestly, by me going away and listening to the show, how is that going to make me better? No, it's not a quite Listen, to, to what RJ was saying, I don't necessarily know if it's to make me Dave doesn't think he can get better. any better. No, Dave, I just, Dave I, thinks I, he's peak. Right, he's perfect. Yeah, all I'm saying is I could maybe, maybe... Since I'm up and I'm listening, I could hear something on the show that you say or Dan says that could be used for content when I come back. Mm-hmm. So it's content reasoning for you. Always. Okay. Always. I'm always looking for content. Beautiful. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.